Welcome to VG Empire 155. That's my Sammy Hagar reference. <laughs> 55. Uh, uh, man, we used to do that every time there was a 55. I would. Oh. I had the soundbite of Sammy Hagar just cleanly yelling. I remember uh, that there there was some older VG Empire episode where you surely utilized I, that. Surely I, I did. I think it was Road Rash. It might have been Road Rash. Oh, that was episode 99, though. Oh. <laughs> okay, I've got it out of my system. All right, uh, I hope you're happy. Going on a bit of a hiatus after this, uh, mm. we did our 150th episode celebrating finally at last Chrono Trigger, Chrono Cross, and I kind of faked it out as like the last one because I had always said if we ever had to end the show or I needed to take a long extended break, that's what I would want to go out on. And rather than let the show kind of languish in a state where we may not be posting for months at a time mm. or even longer, uh, wanted to go ahead and end it on a note where I'm communicating what's going on. So we did the Chrono Trigger episode, and then, hey, surprise, we're going to get a bunch of Street Fighter ones out as well, because uh, tons of great music here that we never got to touch on. Yeah. Won't make it in time for our usual Rocktober goofiness, but uh, Rocktember can happen, which is fun. Yeah. And please it, understand. Please understand. And then, as I've said numerous times, the Rocktober stuff was uh, started as a joke, as a, an excuse to do four episodes in a row of Castlevania music back in 2012, but the joke kind of stuck as Rocktember, Rocktober, whatever. Uh, and now we end up with uh, every October I would try to do like a full san- full franchise thing like Final Fantasy, Pokemon, and mm-hmm. so on. Uh, we did Rock uh, Mega Man back in 2015, and now finally wanted to do Street Fighter. Um, I'm sorry, who are you? Uh, this is Brett Elston, <laughs> and and you are Smarty Pants? Uh, my name is Patrick Kulikowski. Uh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. So we, we are game music nerds. We are game music nerds. And again, thank you all this time for listening since 2011 yes. everybody and uh just comments on vgempire.com like that's all i've ever really wanted just people to share and talk about the game music and it's important to say up front most of everything we've played the last several episodes chrono trigger and cross included mm. is miraculously all on spotify yes so please go listen there where those views count and uh i know it's super easy to just have a youtube playlist open like guilty as charged but <laughs> yeah um especially for the obscure stuff for the, I, g- I get it for the I, obscure yeah. stuff that's just where you're at yeah. but uh you know whenever you can show that you care uh that's how you do it is you go somewhere where it gets counted and it matters to somebody uh Spotify will actually tally that stuff, so it's yeah. it's you know it's incredibly important um and it's also just amazing that it's there uh and not just Chrono Trigger, like tons of Final Fantasy music, Tekken music, Street Fighter. Breath um, of Fire. Breath of Fire inexplicably <laughs> is up there. Uh, and I think Ace Attorney is well represented. Yep. Mega Man is well represented. So there's yep. so much. Please, uh, you know, nothing makes me happier than knowing that stuff is getting listened to in the year 2019. But <laughs> what brought us in was uh, the opening for Street Fighter V Arcade Edition. And it's this great opening cinematic uh, that starts with Ryu kind of confronting uh, and going into a meditative state. And then in in the meditative state, kind of confronting Akuma, and that kind of kicks off this CG trailer that was actually used uh, at Capcom, Capcom Cup 2017 mm. to reveal Season 3, uh, which included, uh, this is how we debuted Blanca, because at the time this is when I was not just uh, at Capcom, but also uh, working on Street Fighter. So being there in that room to, to see this asset revealed, um, it's one of the most electric, just feel-good moments of my entire life to... See everyone like lose their minds, like when <laughs> Cody shows up, when Sagat shows up at the end to see the Sakura trailer play. It was it was really incredible, and this music, uh, it's there's just some quality to it. Like mm. it's so well constructed and starts like mysterious and beautiful, and then gets kind of dancey, and then gets 
almost like Street Fighter Four style harder edge to the dance and more impactful right. and then it's and then it ends back in that kind of meditative state and it's just such a cool piece of music and the the opening cutscene that accompanies it is cool as hell so i i i wasn't at the event proper where the video was revealed i was still on booth demo duty for <laughs> yeah. monster hunter world at uh at the uh psx mm-hmm. uh expo yep. show floor but the moment things were wrapping up, we immediately turned on the stream and like connected it to one of the demo TVs or oh, whatever course. to watch, yeah. and uh, we made it just in time for that arcade edition trailer reveal, and it, that was really cool. It was yeah. so fun, yeah. and uh, it's one of my favorite tracks from the entire Street Fighter V uh, soundtrack, which... Uh, gotta say up front, Street Fighter Five soundtrack is incredible. It is. Um, yeah. as much as we've talked about the great music that was just in four, um, Street Fighter Five, the soundtrack is just a cut above as as far as I'm concerned. Mm. Like it's the breadth of it and the different varieties and styles of music that are here. Yeah. Uh, it's really impressive. The number of great composers working on it is also impressive. Yeah. Um, and it's just such a fun thing. Like no matter what mood you're in. There's like a sub playlist of Street Fighter Five songs you can have. Like, I'm in a chill mood. Here's the chill Street Fighter Five right. songs. I'm in a metal mood. Here's the cool metal songs. Yeah. From Street there's Fighter a 5. lot of great guitar-driven stuff yeah. here. Yeah. Um, but we've got Street Fighter Five launched in 2016 on PS4 and PC, and then Arcade Edition followed that up uh, in 2018 January. Right. Um, and this list of composers. Uh, so we've got Masahiro Aoki. Uh, he's known at he he does have a handle an alias uh, Godspeed. Uh-huh. Uh he uh recently actually worked on Astral Chain for the Nintendo Switch but um uh in the past also contributed music to Monster Hunter Tri. He is an amazing guitarist I want to mm. say. I saw him uh he performed at Magfest along with like the Inti Creates uh, oh, nice. sound folk. Um, that's got to be good. A, uh, a couple years back 2016 uh Magfest 2016 I remember that was super cool. And then uh joining him are also Hideyuki Fukasawa from Street Fighter 4 makes his return. Keiki Kobayashi, who worked on Ace Combat 4 through 7. Which, like, uh, godly. Um, uh, (laughs) Another series of episodes I really wish we could get to someday. Right. Uh, Takatsugu Wakabayashi uh, worked on One Piece, Idol Master, uh, Dragon Ball Super. And uh, Zach Zinger, who (laughs) uh, performed, uh, did arrangements of jazz arrangements of monster hunter music on an album called <laughs> simply monster hunter the jazz <laughs> uh i love that title and uh also contributed to final fantasy 15 yeah. yeah so this was the long-awaited follow-up to street fighter 4 it had been many years uh since la- uh, 4 launched in 2009 yeah. so now we're here in 2016 uh brand new day starting all over again uh roster of a mix of familiar faces and mm. some returning characters and a few brand new ones. 16 uh, launched right away uh, with an interesting approach. Hey, we're going to launch maybe every year or so, which, you know, here's Super 4, Arcade Edition 4, Ultra 4, and so on. Mm. Uh, there's going to be one Street Fighter Five that you'll ever need to own, and then we will release new stages, costumes, characters over time, and there'll be an in-game currency. You can do tasks and perform things in the game to earn this fight money and you can either grind out to earn that fight money to buy these characters that way or you can pay for them outright but the point is you won't have to shell out like I don't want to buy $40 worth of stuff all at once you can pick and choose as you would like Um, and what that means 
on the soundtrack side of things is that this soundtrack continuously grows yeah. basically every other month. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. <laughs> uh, with with crazy new pieces of music. Um, but that also means all kinds of new characters are constantly dropping, which is, which is an exciting thing. And it is an interesting way to deliver the stuff, whether it's one at a time or like when G and Sagat came out, they basically launched at the same time, which was another great moment uh, at Evo, having the G voice actor come out dressed up in the costume, <laughs> definitely standing backstage wondering, is this, does this, is this going to work? Uh, <laughs> and couldn't be happy with how all that went. Um, so that was super fun. But plenty of fan favorites returning, like Ryukin, Chun-Li, Kami, Zangief. A lot of folks come back uh, right off the top. But brand new characters, Laura Matsuda, who was Sean from Street Fighter III's sister. Mm. Um, another Brazilian with electric powers, so I guess that's <laughs> a thing. Uh, Nikali, who's kind of is a new character, but tied up into the story of the of the game. Uh, Rashid, who's gone on to be one of the most popular characters of Street Fighter V. And then Fong, not Feng. Um, but then over time uh, many more fan favorites would join and even now even just as as of this recording uh, it's in you know kind of a fourth season where they just added E. Honda and Poison and Lucia from Final Fight 3 of all places so if you've been following along in the show you've heard how these Final Fight characters have and, and Street Fighter have coexisted for a long time and now with Street Fighter 5 they really just it's not even two different universes it's just they've shown up so much like Hagar is part of this lore and Cody's story has now actually evolved to where he's the mayor of Metro City solely through Street Fighter um, so fingers crossed someday we can get a new final fight uh, be happy for that but um, it's just cool to see those worlds mix and I love seeing these characters interact just want to say I love that with the introduction of Lucia um, there's a chat she has with Mike Hagar. Oh, nice. And, oh, yeah, yeah. And uh, his voice is clearly uh, the voice of Tone from Agretzko. Oh, really? Uh, which I freaking love. Like, <laughs> wow. that's just that, that tough guy voice. It's, uh, it was uh, the moment I heard that, I was like, oh my God, that's Tone. Wow. <laughs> it's awesome. <laughs> um, Gameplay wise, uh, we talked a little bit about like focus attacks and uh, like the difference of super combos, ultra combos, and Street Fighter Four. So Street Fighter Five, you have critical arts, which are essentially a super combo. You build up a meter and you can do one big combo, big attack. But V triggers um, to kind of go along with the V of the Roman numeral V for five. Uh, you have V triggers and V skills, hitting your middle two punch and kick buttons, your medium punch, medium kick. Uh, every character has a unique V skill, um, and then everyone has a V trigger. And either as you use your V skill or take damage, your V gauge will fill. And then activating your V trigger, you usually go into some kind of powered up state or gain new abilities or access to a move, something like that. So it's a universal thing where you know no matter who you pick, oh, I do these two buttons, something happens. And also when I fill this meter, I push this, and now something happens. Then I'm, and I'm in some enhanced state. Some of them way more clear than others. Like uh, when you get into Season 2, like Colleen's V trigger... She does this really cool, like, ice stomp and shoots icicles out. Like, that's something, for me as a casual player, I can wrap my head around that. Mm-hmm. I launch people in the air, and I catch them, and I can juggle them with the ice. That's cool. I really like how Blanca's works, um, and having two different uh, ways to play the character is just really fun. Having two V-triggers by the time uh, Arcade Edition rolls around. Like, you can even choose between, like, for me, the V-trigger where Blanca can, like, use the ball repeatedly. And each time you use a little piece of the gauge, but it's like... You know, zigzagging around the screen uh, like Tal Bane or something from Darkstalkers is just really fun. It's really fun. An insane soundtrack that, again, keeps growing as characters are added. And like we mentioned up front, this wide variety of musical styles. Um, still lots of dance and electronic, but 
Uh, you get dancing. There's like prog rock equivalent stuff, experimental weird things like Jury's Theme, which I, I didn't pick to play, but mm. that's a weird one. Uh, metal, alt rock, like there's all kinds of stuff. And I tried to pick, again, it's so hard to, to, to summarize this stuff because there's so much good good music in here. But please, go listen to it on Spotify or, you know, buy it's on the, Steam as well. And buy yeah. the soundtrack or something, man. Yeah. Like, uh, you don't got to take it from me. But we'll do uh, three songs, uh, three character themes. So, again, you have character themes and stage themes just like you did with four, which means there's a ton of music. Mm. Uh, and it's all great. So we'll do Laura's theme, one of the new characters, super energetic and this party vibe, like, which fits her boom yeah. like like I, I wanted to say it but it, it fits uh, fits her I, personality i think you imitated her voice better than i, I ever could uh so. <laughs> let's just say i play like laura was my favorite up front um because yeah, cool she's a fun character and i was like well blanca's not in it you know i <laughs> the closest thing i'm gonna get uh and her her old her critical art uh, kind of references, I feel, Blanca when she does the role and like... That's right, yeah. It's, it's sort of a ball. <laughs> um, and the electric powers, of course. Uh, but very party vibe for this character and the song fits that. Karen's theme, beautiful jazz fusion jam band song. Mm. Uh, I definitely get like a late 60s, early 70s vibe. Um, very classy. Um, just fits the character, I feel, very well. And then Rashid. Uh, which is, uh, I don't know, a lot of great instrumentation choices, Middle Eastern flavor to it that helps. It's a type of music that's not really been present in Street Fighter a lot, so mm. to have this here. And then the vocals, of course, saying his name with the... <laughs> like, you can't you can't help but get, get hyped for that. Uh, so this is uh, Laura's theme, Karen and Rashid.
Uh, couldn't think of a better way to introduce a character to people than with a song like that. That's so epic, too. Yeah, <laughs> and you get a little bit of the Street Fighter Four. I feel, with some of the, like, dance, like, wub, yeah. wub, wub background. Right. But, uh, yeah, if I knew the in- name of that instrument, of course, that would add something to this conversation. But mm. Sitar, probably. Is it just sitar? Could have uh, been, yeah. Like, that, I don't know. Again, mixing what feel like live instruments with the crazy dance stuff and electronic game music sound, quote-unquote game music sound, is, like, something I, I really love about the modern era of game music where you can do this and, no, it doesn't have to be a Hans Zimmer score or it doesn't have to be <laughs> a, a backdrop, you know, movie score. It can be super video gamey and driving and energetic but still have a f- half of an orchestra going nuts. Like, mm. it's so cool. I have to say, uh, Laura's theme takes some time to, like, build up, but once that yeah. that melodious part kicks yes. in, it's just so satisfying. I it's love so that. chipper. And like, that really reminds me of just sitting in the training mode or, like, trials, trying to do all her moves and learning how to do different combos um, and just hearing that song for, like, 30, 40 minutes at a time uh, <laughs> and then leaving, and I've accomplished, like, one thing. Uh, <laughs> but I, I just, and part of it was just, like, I just want to hear this song and I need an excuse, so, you know, I'll see if I can get better with Laura. And I started with Laura uh, and then Colleen was the next one that kind of stood out to me. When I, uh-huh. uh, when I was at Evo 2017, um, I hadn't played in a while. Um, cause that was 2016 was actually for VG Empires. I, that's when I was doing Laser Time stuff here right. uh, full-time. And I, we were just bouncing around from game to game, so I didn't spend a lot of time on any one game other than Bloodborne over and over again. <laughs> um, when I saw Colleen, I was like, this character is cool. No, no pun intended, cool as hell. Uh, and so I started playing her, and I really really like Colleen. I think she's super fun. Um, but as with Street Fighter IV, uh, the state – oh, well, really quick, Karen, like that – that is so classy and great, oh, right? Like, it, it was super classy. V- uh, very fitting for her stage, too. Yeah, for her stage, at the, the the estate that you're it's on. very uppity. Kind <laughs> of, uh, yeah. Yeah, and <laughs> I, I really like, yeah, I just see, like, uh, the intro of some 60s show uh, <laughs> while it's, like, flying over a golf course. With, like, <laughs> you've... Uh, something like that. Perfect pan. <laughs> um and then with as a Street Fighter Four, uh, the stage themes really shine. Uh, and and again, as stages and characters release over time, uh, that soundtrack just kept growing. So even when you're like, okay, I've I feel like I have a hand on the Street Fighter Five soundtrack, um, a new character drops, and usually sometimes with the character, well, usually sometimes is not a thing. So sometimes you would add characters who then come with a stage, um, or just a stage that's based on an old Street Fighter Two thing. So you get a variation of uh, an old Street Fighter Two song coming yeah. back. Um, so as an example of some of the stuff that happened post-launch, um, season one DLC characters uh, was Guile, Ibuki, Balrog, Alex, Yurian, and Jury, and uh, as well as some stages, especially themed after holidays and stuff. So one of the, the tracks here is going to go into four stage songs, and these are all really cool. Uh, the first is Temple of Ascension, uh, the Akuma stage. Uh, this is Temple of Ascension alternate, and this is... Uh, Classic instrumentation, but then adds like you know like wind instruments, but then that same kind of dubstep. Not not it's not full dubstep, but just that kind of like pulsing wub noise. Mm. Well, I don't know how to classify that. Uh, but wub's good. <laughs> yeah. The But I don't know. I think again, I feel like it mixes all these things very well. Um, this kind of classical instrument mixed with very video gamey driving music, which is great. After that is Spooky Arena, <laughs> which, again, talk about high-pitched vocals 
that we were talking about in the last episode, even if the lyrics are unintelligible, but in this case you get like, it's like, uh, take me higher or take it higher. I forget which one it is, but, uh, it's a happy Halloween stage, uh, super silly song that I really like. And then after that is frosty Boulevard, which is the holiday stage, which is kind of the New York stage covered in snow. Um, jazz to me, this is like jazz bar caliber where you go lights are low, I'm paying some kind of cover, and I'm going to sit at this l- table with a candle, and we're just going to watch this jazz pl- band play for the next two hours. <laughs> and uh, I-, I think this is like professional level, uh, lush and layered stuff, really great. And then end it with another song on my jogging playlist, which is The Skies of Honor. Oh, um, on the plane, right? Yeah, yeah, like the record scratches and overall tone remind me of an early 2000s, like r- the rap rock dance <laughs> mashup where like <laughs> every song is every genre right now. <laughs> Um, so if you live through that, you might, the song might remind you of all that, but I think it's also a very, again, a very inspirational, like I'm hitting like the third or fourth mile on this treadmill, like, Oh, oh, thank God. Skies of honor's on. Okay, here we go. Temple of Ascension, alternate version, uh, spooky arena, frosty Boulevard, skies of honor, all post-launch, uh, street fighter five tracks.
That is a uh, it's a great one on your treadmill, man. I'll oh, tell you man. what. Uh, Temple of Ascension alternate. Uh, never thought Shamisen and <laughs> and Wub Wub could coexist. Could coexist so well. It, so fantastic. That one. <laughs> and that's the thing is, I really went back and forth between the regular version of that song and the alternate. They're they're both great in very similar ways, mm. but uh, I just feel like yeah, that interplay between those two on the alternate is like out of this world. Yeah, and then Spooky Arena. Um, <laughs> once it gets to the really dancey part with the vocals, I realized, oh my gosh, this is this is uh, Eurobeat essentially. Mm. I freaking love it. Inject that into my veins <laughs> uh, any day. <laughs> it's the yeah. kind of stuff I want to hear all day. And then the Frosty <laughs> Boulevard. Is yeah, their quality of the recording where the you can like again just the progression in just the last four episodes of getting from Street Fighter Two to now. Yeah, hearing every piano key crystal clear, it's so cool. It is, yeah, and uh, the way the piano dances around yeah. too is is pretty great. Yeah. Um, and real quick, uh, an interesting case uh, for for DLC is when uh, like Guile's a DLC character and he also debuts with this Air Force stage uh, right. playing off of his classic Street Fighter II background. Mm. Um, so in that case, you get two instances of now a new uh, a new Guile theme, right? Yeah. Um, and then in another case, Cami, who was on the vanilla roster, um, but her stage, the classic Super Street Fighter II stage, the that English London manner. The English manner. Yeah. Um, I love that I wrote down. London Mansion, and then it's like, no, it's actually English Manor, and it's like, that's the same thing. <laughs> but it's... You're close. <laughs> but it's, yeah, English Manor and London Mansion is like, well, all right. Uh, English Manor. Um, but yeah, she was already on the vanilla roster, but then the stage, this classic stage showed up later. So you, later on, you get another take on Cammy's theme, that mm. was, you know, and you already had one from the vanilla soundtrack. But uh, these are two... Uh, themes again uh, from Street Fighter 2 kind of reimagined in Street Fighter 5 but I picked these two because these are both uh, guitar driven ones right? and uh, the Guile one uh, I just really enjoy there's nothing particularly fancy about it it's just we heard the Street Fighter 4 one in the last episode which was a very Street Fighter 4 take on it mm. and this is just a fun I think uh, just great driving version um, like if you're going to do like I just want a good solid ass Guile guitar song give it to me Bam, there it is. Mm-hmm. And then English Manor, uh, I get a very two th- or mid-2000s like alt-rock band. I get like Franz Ferdinand or something or <laughs> like like that era of, of like, you know, radio rock, alt-rock bands. Mm-hmm. That's kind of what I get out of it. Um, it might just be certain notes they're hitting that are kind of reminding me of, of certain songs. But uh, just really quick, Guile, Guile's theme from the Air Force stage and uh, English Manor, which is Cammy's theme.
all the guitar layering <laughs> is just so crisp and clean and there's so much cool stuff going on there uh guile's theme if you like towards the end yeah reaches the like in the shimamura original like when when the opponent's health is low gets into that critical phase yeah, and like they desperate they, era that desperate s- segment and they incorporate that into into this uh guitar arrangement is just so good yeah uh and again these are just like from a soundtrack perspective like these are post-launch things that like people could easily miss and Mm. these are this is barely the tip of the iceberg like there is so much music in this game uh that is absolutely worth checking out um and uh background music from classic uh capcom games yeah you can unlock like ghouls and ghosts and breath of fire and all kinds of music uh from classic capcom games um Plot-wise, this takes place between 4 and 3, so this does lead directly up into Third Strike. uh, And the story mode, I kind of alluded to this a little bit in the Third Strike episode, uh, but the story mode, A Shadow Falls uh, for Street Fighter V, basically takes you right up to the beginning of Street Fighter III because the story mode is really about the fall of Shadowloo and the fate of M. Bison Mm -hmm. and... You know, seemingly spoiler for a three-year-old story mode, but uh, it seems as if Bison has finally been put down, and you know, Wesker's been dead since 2009. So, uh, <laughs> you know, there's no reason to think that that's not a permanent thing. And we know that Street Fighter Three, Gil is the bad guy. So, if you're curious of like how did everything really wrap up with Bison, that's what that Street Fighter story mode is uh, called. The Shadow Falls, um, and Colleen is in the game. And she's this uh, agent kind of going around trying to make all this Illuminati business happen uh, mm. and trying to bring Bison down as well. And Urian gets involved. And these are like season one and season two characters kind of crisscrossing paths. And the ending and kind of like as the credits start rolling, you see Colleen and, you know, eagle-eyed players are like, wait a minute. In Street Fighter Three, this woman walks up and is kind of like Gil's attendant. And she's just like an NPC sprite that walks up and like you know bows or like nods at him or something and then walks away just because as like a flourish of his intro and then it turns out like oh that that character is colleen and she's in street fighters 5 now and this is kind of how her path to becoming that begins and the story ends with her getting the ice powers from gill because he controls fire and ice mm. uh and it's just a cool moment of like as you're playing the Shadow Falls, you're thinking, well, wait, you know, Urian's in this, and he's definitely an extremely Street Fighter Three character uh, coming in at Second Impact. So are we now moving, and we know this takes place after 4, so are we now moving that much closer to uh, Street Fighter Five or to Third Strike? And there's an ending cutscene where uh, the prophecy that Gil has foretold that of how he'll come to take over the world, Colleen goes to talk to someone at the end of the Street Fighter Five story, and this is them talking at the end of the... As the credits start to roll. Shadowloo has been destroyed. However, the one who defeated Bison... The ending is slightly different from the text written in the ancient prophecy. Could it be an inconsequential error? Alone in the endless expanse of time. <laughs> so soft. Worth mentioning, the music in the story mode is also on Spotify. It is. <laughs> Separate soundtrack. Yep. The world is destined to be ashen and barren. The balance between regeneration and destruction 
must be restored. And it's panning up. You see his legs. You're like, oh, that's Gil. That's half red, half so blue. You mean... And this is where basically Gil is like, I'm about to reveal myself to the world. Um, it's time to finally put this plan into motion. Come and follow me, Colleen. And then he grants her her ice abilities. That's the sound of ice. Uh, oh, but I, thought, I thought that was the sound of Stone Cold. Stone Cold Steve is now going to run in and uh, <laughs> oh my just God. smash two, <laughs> smash two beers in my face. It would be, it would be an honor, frankly. Um, but then she looks like her third strike, or you know, Street Fighter Three counterpart with this business suit. Um, mm. But uh, I think that ending is really cool, and it's like, oh, here we are. We're at third strike, uh, right. and I love seeing Five walk right up to that line. Um, but yeah, just sharing that, and uh, I thought that was really fun. Um, season two was Akuma joined the roster along with Colleen, who we just heard about. Ed, uh, Abigail from Final Fight, Manat, and Zeku. Arcade Edition launched around right right after the end of season two, wrapping up. So uh, you didn't have to have the new disc. Uh, all the Street Fighter players, Van- Vanilla Five players, got all these you know UI updates, and the game just became Arcade Edition for everyone essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, what the package version came with like a code for the all of season one and two. So you have those 12 characters. Um, and then this launched at the same time with Sakura kicking off season three, but season two, the theme songs for these characters, like Ed's is like a full on like rap that is actually pretty good. Oh, right. Like, right, right. I, it's, yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, whether you like it or not, like it, I, I just think again, as a, as a song, that's just one of like a hundred songs in a game is remarkably good. Mm. Um, Colleen's music is this maximum fitting, chill calculating, which, plays into like the patience that her and Gil have shown over all this time and it has that perfect like video game audio uh, vocabulary of like how do you convey ice like echoey <laughs> cold sounds right uh, after that is the polar opposite no pun intended uh, is Zeku's theme which is just I just I just got your pun <laughs> <laughs> uh, full on Zeku yes full on cruise ship uh Again, that that cult, that Karen style like '60s '70s vibe yeah. that is so fun. Easily, Zeku's theme is easily my favorite Street Fighter Five track. It is. It is phenomenal. unbelievably good. Yeah. Um, and when we heard it, when I first heard it, I was like, "You're kidding me!" That this is. <laughs> uh, and Zeku itself is an interesting character. His animations are incredible. He looks and moves fantastic, and he can transform between the old and young version of himself. And the young version appeared back in the alpha games in the background, or right. uh, in like guys ending, I think, uh, not the background, but just a cool journey for this character. And then he has alternate costumes that basically make him look like Strider. Uh, so really fun stuff there. Um, and then after that is Manat. Uh, who quickly became a very popular character for obvious reasons uh, right when she uh, debuted both for um, design, because of the design of the character, this mm. crystal ball, her animations, her walk cycle is amazing. Uh, there there were hilarious uh, videos going around uh. about the uh, walking animation. I saw, yeah. I've seen videos of cosplayers oh, uh, yeah. do that, nail that walking oh, yeah, animation absolutely perfectly. Nail it. Like, uh, and it's yeah. so, like, it is a challenging walk. Oh, yeah. Uh, but that, like, all these, like, the, the care put in the animations and bringing these characters to life. And then her gameplay mechanic as well, of using this crystal ball to call and bring it back. Mm. And uh, and if you've watched any matches with Monat, like, 
putting that to use is just this dizzying, overwhelming thing where you're like, I, I, which way am I even supposed to block right now? <laughs> um, but her music is this Satriani style, just guitar noodling, soaring through the air. Uh, I love this song so much. And this is one, another one of those, like, Spotify has made this so I can just hit loop and uh, <laughs> see how many times I've listened to this. <laughs> Again, this is Colleen, uh, Zeku, and Minot, all from Season 2 of Street Fighter Five Arcade Edition.
telling you. Jeez. The soundtrack has everything. It has everything you want. You've got your jazz flute. You've got your flute flute. Uh, lots of great guitar like effects. and The backing guitar in Mana is what got yeah, me. It I, sounds so great. Yeah. And yeah, going back to like Colleen, I just love the... This mixture of like '90s guitar, like mm. like like squealing or pinching of the, yeah, like that's great. Mixing with like seeming like live drums, uh, I thought that sounds great. And then Zeku is yeah. I, you mentioned like an old talk show. You said what's that talk show from the '60s? Johnny Carson. And I'm like, oh my god, like <laughs> it's ready to strangle me. <laughs> I was like, I watched Johnny Carson. Uh, anyway, but yeah, it definitely has like a. And later tonight. Yeah, yeah, that kind of feel too. Like, but it's it's just so. I don't know. It pu- it puts me in a great mood. Oh, every time. <laughs> uh, there, you can't you can't sit still listening to that song. Yeah. Uh, just the. Yeah. There's just, and it builds to this very clear climax in the middle, and then back into the loop. Yeah. Uh, so good. And yeah, Monat. That is just the guitar noodley. So many layers, like you mentioned, the bass groove, and there's just so many fun stuff going on in there. Uh, Such a cool, fun character design and an amazing track. Um, But last two songs I want to play are from the season uh, three-ish area. Um, Well, only one more from season three. So Mm. season three, which was revealed at Capcom Cup 2017, uh, kicked it off with Sakura, and then Blanca, Falk, Cody, and then G and Sagat. Mm. I did want to play the Cody theme because I do love Sakura's, I think the Kasugano Residence stage yeah. is a great version of her theme. Yeah. I do think Blanca's theme is really good. Uh, Falk's is really interesting. Like It takes a second to get going, but when it hits its like moment, mm. it's really earned, and I think it's really cool. Um, G's song is super weird in a great <laughs> way, uh, but Cody, uh, it touches on his classic four theme, the uh, turn the beat back, but... Uh, the five version, I feel like, steps it up with this like brass section that comes in and kind of shows this further on character progression where now he's the mayor right. of Metro City. So it's like it's a, a little, great twist. <laughs> yeah, no one saw that coming. Uh, but now it, it's just this extra like oomph to it, and uh, he, he just feels like he got his act together, and he's got this bigger backing band, and he's still got turned the beat back. He's still gonna <laughs> still gonna take it to the streets. And still punch the it. cool mayor. <laughs> he's still the cool mayor, but uh, there's just some extra oomph to it. And then uh, after that is a DLC stage uh, from the Capcom Pro Tour DLC, where if you purchase this DLC, proceeds go to uh, help that the Capcom Pro Tour Ring of Pride. One of my absolute favorite songs of the whole soundtrack. Uh, it's one of the DLC stages, so it's like an arena stage. But this is another one of those instrumental guitar tracks where I'm like, this is... Uh, you, you, like, 30 seconds in, I'm like, this is flooring me right now. <laughs> um, so we'll do Cody's theme from Street Fighter V uh, and then Ring of Pride.
energy of that is infectious, and I love it. Uh, it's pr- uh, Ring of Pride is pretty sick in how it um, weaves into the original mm. Street Fighter V menu music and the yeah. theme, the essential theme of Street Fighter V. Yeah, um, j- still arranged, but but so well done, <laughs> like mind blowingly good. <laughs> Um, yeah, like there's that main theme. We didn't we didn't play it because I like, wanted to come in with that arcade edition opening, right? Um, but the original Street Fighter Five when it launched, uh, you'd go to the title screen, you'd hear this song, yeah. And uh, there was kind of a main Street Fighter Five theme mm-hmm. that you would hear referenced again and again. And Ring of Pride does that in like about the three minute mark or so, right? Um, this thing, yeah. And I have to say that that riff that riffage going on the is very like in the style of gent uh. metal uh, for those who are into it gent is a um, th- that kind of style is found in uh, the doom 2016 soundtrack oh, as well yes. Nick Gordon's uh, essentially genting all over the place <laughs> <laughs> with that one yeah it's a PG show it's a PG show um, but I would when I first heard this back in 2016 I really got a Terminator 2 vibe from this part I, I can see that the, yeah a I little can, bit I can see a little bit yeah but it is it is a, a, a great it, theme it's a banger as they call it it is, it is a banger <laughs> um, but that wraps up our look at Street Fighter 5 and you know that that's 1 through 5 plus the Alpha series oh uh, we, we got them all but tons of amazing stuff and like we've said repeatedly throughout these 4 or 5 episodes even going back to episode 150 uh all on Spotify, for the most part. Mm. Outside of like, yeah, I'm sorry, maybe the Saturn Alpha Two is not there, but uh, <laughs> you know, uh, largely this this music has never been more accessible. Um, and definitely go listen where it counts. Um, and yeah, this the specifically to five. Um, this is t- you know I've said it before, tip of the iceberg. Um, mm. So much stuff in here, uh, and so much DLC songs. So many DLC songs. Like again, Ring of Pride is. I don't know how many people have even heard that uh, 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 compared to the overall people who have who own a copy of Street Fighter V, like game music, and have, have maybe never heard that because it's a stage you have to purchase separately. Uh, this song is that song is incredible. It's pretty damn good. Uh, yeah. So uh, you can pick that up in the game, obviously, or you can uh, listen to the track itself. Um, but uh, I really love the soundtrack to this game, and was glad that Arcade Edition got a, a soundtrack release as well. Yeah. Yeah, uh-huh. I, I I helped handle specifically the Steam versions release. Nice, um, but yeah, um, it was uh, it was a really fun spending uh, time for season three, like going to all these events and uh, being able to watch this game played at a high level for the the last couple years. Um, going all the way back to talking Street Fighter Four, watching some of those first streams back in whatever it was Ustream or Justin TV back in like tw- <laughs> 09 and twenty ten or. Even if it was even a known stream site, I can't even remember. It was it was ten years ago. Right. I don't I don't remember where I was watching it. But <laughs> and like uh, and now here we are with with Pro Tour, and I'm watching any premiere or ranking match uh, as often as I can because I I love watching this stuff live and uh, rooting for people and seeing what characters make top eight and that stuff is just so exciting to me and uh, it's just another avenue a way to enjoy Street Fighter. Um, the music is incredible. The characters are like core to all of it. Yeah. Um, and uh, yet yeah, now watching it played at this level. Um, and in the background, I'm like, oh, this is Ring of Pride. You should listen to this song because <laughs> uh, they do use Ring of Pride a lot. Um, but uh, yeah, please give these songs a listen. And 
this is essentially the last uh, episode for the foreseeable future for VG Empire. Thanks again. Uh, sorry for the bait and switch on 150, mm-hmm. then turning into sorry. Here's five more. <laughs> uh, Brett was literally like, "Do you do you want to do the the Street Fighter Rocktober?" And I'm like. Yeah, sure. Yeah, we should try. To, we should try to. <laughs> we should try to cram. And boy, did we cram them in! So, oh boy, <laughs> if there's any factual errors, or you know, we spoke kind of mush mouth on some stuff. You know, one that's going to happen because it's podcasting, yeah. and two, we're also trying to get a lot done in a very short amount of time. So, again, but beginning to end, thank you, everybody. Uh, yeah. The hope is to do this again in the future. Um, but Absolutely. just to be clear, like it, it it'll be a bit uh, before we do this again. Um, so basically consider the show on a hiatus for the time being mm. um but these were great episodes to get done and thank you for sticking with it with me yeah. to do all these um vgempire.com is where you can check out the whole backlog going back to 2011 so many episodes um that you can go in there and check and of course the itunes feed as well um but again just comments are what i read and yep. uh again just listen to this music and share what you like and any instance you have to buy the soundtracks, whether it's from the composer directly or from the publisher, anything that you can vote that show that your game music is something you want to pay money for, absolutely do it. Yeah. Um, I, I can't stress that part enough. Yeah. And, you know, I, I, I won't stop tweeting about my uh, game music love and passion, so feel free to hit me up at Patrick KUL up on the Twitters. Um, yep. Yeah, I'm already thinking. Like, I've been keeping a list of all the 2019 game yep. music. It's, uh, it's coming already out. It, it is. It is so big. And uh, also, uh, also, I have a separate list of 2020 game soundtracks uh, that I'm excited for. Uh, so it's like, uh, yeah, there, there's so much, uh, so much awesome material to glean from. Amazing events like magfest and mag west yeah. um, i'm calling it right now that final uh, fantasy 7 remake soundtrack oh boy probably gonna be hot stuff it's probably gonna be hot stuff uh from what i heard from the e3 demo yeah, yeah. it's gonna be it's gonna be nuts uh yeah and then uh, uh, even as recently as like astral Ch- chain uh, oh yeah uh great music there uh sayonara wild hearts mm. i'm very excited for that one as well so there's always something there's always something <laughs> and y- you think you think we reach like a stopgap in like like g- game audio it's like hell no there's so many like indie artists even mm-hmm. out there that are just pu- pushing the envelope and trying new things and uh opening my eyes to like new sounds and yeah. it's it's simply incredible uh w- it's never been like any, a more amazing time to be a fan of video game music yeah. and, and easier to find people who like it and exactly. help point you like oh what was this uh, what was this game that i used to play exactly uh, yeah. communities there there's a facebook cr- group i f- i follow dedicated to posting obscure video game music yeah. that people love uh and sharing yeah. that passion with everybody it's super important and mm-hmm. uh yeah Keeps keeps keep the momentum going with that. <laughs> yep. And even though I've still never been, there's Magwest and Magfest, of course. They're they're great times. Uh, you get to hang out with the composers. Yeah. It's, uh, <laughs> and yep. they're all really nice people. It's amazing. So. Yep. Yeah. Good times. Um. But uh, yeah. Thanks again, everyone. Um. And the hope is we'll be back. But taking us out. Uh. Is the AE Arcade Edition main menu. Um. And I found this is another one of those, like, you know, I have it on an exercise playlist, but it's also just a song I put on when I'm like, I need to get work done, I need to focus. And mm. I find this song super inspiring, and 
taking us out with this song that motivates me when I'm like trying to get things done or exercise or do whatever. It's another one of those like Ring of Pride where super guitar driven, uh, melodic as hell, and just easy to get stuck in your head. And just every time you think it's hit a crescendo, you're like, oh no, it's, it's got another gear. And then, and that's so great for for trying to push yourself. You're like, well, that's the limit I can do. And then the song goes up a notch, and you're like, no, I can do more. Uh, so I, I love this song, the Arcade Edition main menu. Um, thanks again, everyone, and hopefully we'll see you soon. Hopefully see you soon. Thanks.